1: Presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerk. You are also live here in New York City. It's Friday, October 27th. It's a Friday, everybody. I'm Jamie all There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, the not famous but known Actually, Peter Schrager, and uh, Jason McCordy in his Friday t-shirt fit. Kyle, how are you? I'm great. Great.
2: I think we should go on a magical journey to Western New York. You want? That's, should we do it? Is it magical? Yeah, It is. <laughs> I'll tell you what. At the end of this highlight, ha- there's an amazing Hail Mary. It's one of the weirdest Hail Marys you have ever seen. We're okay. going to get into this. He okay. didn't stay up last night. Yeah. So it's Bills. It's Bucks. It's a fourth quarter. This Baker offense has been so slow and so sluggish. They got ten points. On fourth and ten with under three to play, Evans. I feel like he scores every week. It's unbelievable. So Allen sits there and watch after a punt by the Bills. All right, the Bucs are going to throw a Hail Mary. Baker's got a huge arm. He throws a beautiful Hail Mary. This thing is going to land directly where it's supposed to, in a bucket. And no one touches it. No one touches it. You will never see a Hail Mary that drops in the center of the damn end zone with not a, a single hand on it. Baker's like, what the hell was that? I mean, that was an A-plus Hail Mary throw. It was a gorgeous throw, and they lose. They lose by six. If Godwin catches that, they win 25-24. That's a crazy ending, but they don't 24-24. 18 our guy Mike Garofolo had some fun with the uh, with the low high energy the all that stuff we yeah. talked about yesterday and Josh Allen thinks it's hilarious Mike take a shot
0: all right Josh 40 passing attempts your most
3: rushing yards since week three I don't know if that's a low positive uh, a high positive it's a positive how did it feel out there we got a win hate a, hate it coming down to a last play like that we put our
2: defense in that situation a few times in the past couple weeks we got to find a way to end it on our own terms, so that's something we got to look at and uh, improve on. All right, what do you tell these guys during the mini buy, as far as having that chance to
4: maybe take a breath here, reset, and then come back?
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly it is. reset, come back, ready to go. We got nine games left in the season. We'll take it one and no, I think. I think we got Sunday night next week against a really good Bengals team. So that's going to be all of our focus. But get away for a couple days, refresh,
0: and be back and ready to go. Congrats, pal. Enjoy the rehab. Go Bills.
1: All right, so what do we make of Josh Allen and the Bills? They got a much-needed win last night, Jason. A win is a win is a win is a win, but, like, we also have talked about how they played.
3: Yeah, a win is a win, and I think strategically you looked at the way they started that game. They get on offense, and Ken Dorsey has Josh Allen. He has the offense going tempo. They're not huddling. They're on the ball, and they're just going. And I thought what was impressive to me from Josh Allen was his ability to get other guys the ball. We know what Stefan Diggs is. We know sure. when he hits him, they make plays, and they do their thing. But... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, give them credit. They were all over Diggs early on in this game, and we got a heavy dose of Khalil Shakir and Gabe Davis. How many people... Didn't start Gabe Davis because of how the recent production on their fantasy teams. He goes out there and just goes berserk. Nine receptions, 87 yards. But I felt like Shakir was the one. Early on, this play right here, on his shoulder, running over Carlton Davis. It just gave them a little juice early on in the game. And they moved the ball up and down the field their first few possessions. The tough thing, as you were looking at them, the first two possessions, they move the ball all the way down, they get in the red zone, they kick a field goal. Then they try to run a third and one, and they're in the shotgun. To run. That, to me, is the time, those third downs, those red zones, where that's where we want to use Josh Allen's legs. All night, you heard them talk about, hey, they're trying to run less. You, Kurt was talking about, it, we don't want Josh to get hurt. This, yeah. That, you get in those crucial moments to me. We saw the one he ran in the end zone. Those are the times to put the ball in his hands. But I thought for them offensively struggling the last few, through the last three weeks early on in the game, to go tempo and go no huddle and let him get on the ball. And we heard the calls. He's just saying names. They got to move the ball up and down the field, and I felt like that got the juices mm-hmm. going. They remain unbeaten in that building
5: this year. Mm-hmm. They, Josh Allen's never lost on Thursday night football. And I felt like they utilized him correctly. Right, Jason? Like, it was... Yes, he's going to run when necessary, but he's also going to be safe and be smart and pass the ball. But the runs had a certain – and I I don't want to mock the low positive or what he was saying. He had a certain joy to him yesterday. Like, he was up. He had swagger. And in this drive here, when he goes for the touchdown – it's like you feel the rate of the world finally off mm. him. Like, that's the kind of stuff we want to see from Josh Allen. And I know he threw for 360 yards. I was watching him with his legs because yep. that's what makes him so dangerous. And he was great on the ground. But in a game like this, when you look at that score and you're like, eh, the Buccaneers were hanging around and the Bucs did have an 18-play wow. drive where they converted fourth down. So they... I thought maybe the best player on the field was Sam Martin yesterday. Three different punts inside the 10-yard line and was making the Buccaneers <laughs> earn Cook. Field position was huge in this one and, and we could laugh at it all we want and like I, I'm not trying to do a shtick about punters. That's not where I'm at and that's not what I do. I, I think he was really good last night and this is going to be the difference in games when they do end up having to play Cincinnati next week or they do have to play uh, the Chiefs in a playoff game. They owned the special teams game last night and we saw the Bucs miss their field goal then they kind of oddly before the half like tried to draw them off sides on a field goal attempt and the Bucs were all out of whack. The Bills had their stuff tightened up and they were ready to go they win by six it wasn't pretty we're not putting it in the Louvre but it was Josh Allen having fun and it was special teams delivering where they had to it's a third of the game
2: it matters. If you love ball, you got to go to special teams. I'm
5: a Sam Martin guy.
2: You're Sam. Mm. I go way back with Sam. You Denver, do. Detroit loves Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I've never known this about you. I don't think we ever have. Huge Sam Martin. Love That's Sam. pretty cool. Uh, we we get we get titillated when it's like we start playing these. What if the Bills lose this game? You know, we did that this week. Like, we're, yeah. we're looking at this weekend. What if the Niners lose a game? Where does the chips fall? They didn't lose. They won. I, this this to me is like a. Like an Al Bundy married with children. Like you get home from work and you just sit on the couch. You just belt buckle. you just says, give me a beer. I'm, I'm tired as hell. There wasn't a great work day, but I got through it and I'm done. This is un- undo the belt buckle on the couch and have a beer win. It's ugly as hell, sure. They started slow again. They weren't good in the first quarter. Again, this was not like we solved all our problems and recruits. There wasn't. There's problems there still. I don't like to see Josh Allen on the blue tent. I like Kyle Allen as backup. I like him as a podcaster. He's got a great personality. He's a tough player. I'm tired of seeing him throw the ball on the sideline. I don't want to see that during Bills games. He gets down, he gets shaken up. He was obviously kind of ornery after the game. I think he's hurting. But it's over. They won. They needed a win so bad. I don't care if it's two to nothing or 56 to 53. They got the win. And what you know one of the buzz phrases this week we've been talking about? Also because of the Niners? The grimy games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The grimy games. Like this, this was a grimy, ugly game that Fred Warner said that the Niners can't win them. The Bills just showed they could. All right, they were missing their best red zone target, and Dawson Knox is going to be out for a month. They made enough plays. Look, the Bucks came in and were like, oh god, this, they're going to lose this game. I think the Bills were showing every sign that they've shown in the losses they've had recently. Just weird, can't get out of the gates. Ugly. Allen throws an interception. Like, mm-hmm. damn, what is this team? They cruised, they leaned on them, they have better players, they have a better roster. Now they got the semi-buy and all that. Like, there's issues still, but I just think this is a little bit like, let's just chill for a bit, let's have a nice Halloween, let's have some yeah. candy, and then we'll get the train back on the tracks. If they lost this game, Armageddon, panic button, all that stuff. They didn't. Who cares about the hypothetical? They won.
1: Did you feel personal parallel to the back at the end of a work week and belt buckle open and beer oh, in man. your hand? Like, that's, that's you on a Friday, that's where you cook.
2: Yeah, it's but here it's on a Tuesday. The Tuesdays <laughs> of the morning football are the hardest thing. Is. it's <laughs> It's an angry runs day. It's a lot of sex. We didn't, you know, we had one game last night. It probably sucked. Like, getting home on Tuesday is sure. when I really want to okay. dive into the beer. Today, I'll be fine.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, we had Ryan Fitzpatrick on going yesterday. What, yeah. He said Matt Milano was the team's spirit animal, mm. and they were still kind of looking for that. And I don't think they've exactly found who that would be, but the defense, I think, has started to zip things up a little bit better over the week since they lost Matt Milano in London. It wasn't magical, but they still got after Baker Mayfield. They hit him 10 times. They okay. sacked him three times. You know what I thought was odd was Kair Elam, healthy scratch. Healthy and active Turnpick. with a first-round pick. 18 months later, he is a healthy and active with a Tuesday tra- trade deadline coming up. Mm. There has been a lot said about this Bills secondary. Teams like to throw against them. They've had a high pass completion percentage thrown against them this season, which isn't great. So, to have Josh Norman, who signs on your team two weeks ago, 35-year-old, he plays last night, and Kyir Elam is not playing. I still think Sean McDermott wearing the defensive coordinator hat for the Bills this season, he's still tinkering and they're trying to figure some things out. Norman
2: made it- Big hit on special teams. Yeah, out there. He's he's on kickoff coverage. Thirty-five years old, lighting people up. It's pretty cool. love
0: that. Yeah. You know, um,
1: the beautiful technology now with the broadcast is that you can hear everything on the field. (laughs) Josh Allen was not only dominating under center, but he was also big on social media with some of the audible calls the Bills have adopted. Take a listen. Hey, J. R. Smith.
3: J. R. Smith. J. R. Smith. Hey, LeBron James. LeBron James.
1: Just so we all are clear, the first one you heard was J.R. Smith, not. Taylor sweat. Right. Okay, we were great. concerned. Peter, you hear that? It kind of it's fun. It's a fun listen. loved it.
5: I love it. I love the technology. I love that. Uh, the LeBron James play I was hoping for some amazing play. It wasn't a great play after he called. Yeah, really? he got sacked. Is that fence taken to down? It was like, "Come on, LeBron, the GOAT deserves better than that." <laughs> yeah, I called him the GOAT now. I mean, no, uh, in those oh waters. There's a Michael Jordan play? Yeah, I know. Oh boy. I was hoping he was understanding. said. He was Blueface. Blueface. I don't know if you guys all know Blueface. He's my new favorite artist and uh, I did not hear a Blueface audible unfortunately. Who is Blueface? I'm not familiar. He he the guy at the Rams game. He was the, the sweet. He
2: was having kind of a party. No, blue face. Well, not, yeah, no, I don't want to tell the audience. I know. This. <laughs> I'm playing dumb. What kind of party?
5: That day? was a great yeah. poker
1: face you just had. Because I was like, Kyle, remember we talked about this. Ever, he
5: had the women in the in the in the in the suite. Do you remember? And no, then it's the money. Blue face!
1: And then he and then he proposed to <laughs> yes, his proposed. girlfriend. There's actually
3: a romantic ending to that, yeah, really. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. What do you think of the audibles, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> We're watching a game and my son's like, Daddy, what's LeBron James? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not in the how I don't know what LeBron James is. As you're watching it, if I'm Buffalo Bills, I'm like, get this off the get this off the audio because now every mm. team is watching a TV copy. All right, these are the routes that they ran uh. on LeBron James. These are the ones they ran on J.R. Smith. It's fun. I like that part of it. I remember when I was playing defense. We had a coverage called Jordan. It would be cover two on one side, cover three on the other side. There's usually something behind it of why you call it what you call it. I'd be fascinated to hear Obviously, they're playing, so they're not going to talk about it no. now. But I'd be fascinated to hear the reasons why the calls are. With you them. had a
2: Jordan coverage once too that was four cover four on one side, cover, cover five. five and it, on it was five. not as good though. It was no. kind of slow. It was not oh, as good. Yeah. Uh, the the J R Smith thing is awesome. Like I I brought this to the table. I talked to Dawson Knox about it a couple weeks ago because he said that that was the play that they run called J R Smith. And I go J R Smith, that's incredible. The basketball play? He goes yeah. And I just go I need an explanation now. Why do you have a Jr Smith play of all athletes? What J R Smith? Yeah. And he was like. I don't know, like I, I think it goes back to Dable. Three Like he puts he's like some of these guys they don't even know why it's called yeah. that. Yeah. Like um Dallas Goddard, the the brotherly shove, they call it Snoopy. Yeah. And I was like, why Snoopy? He's like I don't know. It's Sneak, Snoopy, like they have dumb names that yeah. they just kind of work. Jared Smith was huge like six, seven years golfers ago. He's he a golfer. Yeah. College golfer, right? He was, he was what? at
3: a Oh, went back oh, and, oh that's A&T. right. Yeah.
2: I remember him at the, the Cavs parade with a shirt off like yeah. for yes. three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's probably where it came. I'm waiting for the Iman Shumpert uh, play, but until nice. then, I like the Jared Smith. That's cool. Yeah,
1: it is good. Uh, I, I think they should go back to brands, though, because if you go Omaha, then you get the Omaha State credibility, <laughs> and then you get that brand money mm. you can't just go people that's like nil situations like i think sure. mercedes mercedes and yeah. then you like get a sure. car out of it
2: trapper trapper oh trapper And exactly. then you run right. the inside trap exactly i like, I like that. that
1: uh what about french toast french toast sure. ian rapaport good morning to you uh, week eight is underway injuries we have to keep an eye on heading into this weekend
6: really need to get a rap sheet audible i got to talk some people with the bills and rap get sheet. that one in the mix. Rap sheet yeah Right? I mean, it sounds great. Anyway, I'll, I'll be listening to it uh, next Amazon broadcast or whenever the. Or Sunday night, I'll be listening to it Sunday night. Anyway, let's get go. to some of those injuries. Brock Purdy, a step in the right direction for the San Francisco 49ers. Of course, we know by now he is in the NFL's concussion protocol. Surely in some danger of missing Sunday's game, which would mean Sam Darnold. Would be the starter for the 49ers. Beat out Trey Lance in camp, had a really good training camp. Would be interesting to see. Not so sure yet on Brock Purdy. The fact that he was able to be limited in practice yesterday, at least a sign that he is progressing through the concussion protocol. We'll see what level of practice he is able to do today. Meanwhile, Daniel Jones, the still starter for the New York Giants, no quarterback controversy, still the starter. He is still limited in practice, still waiting for full clearance. Time will tell if that comes today. If it doesn't come today, you would think Daniel Jones would be in danger of missing another start. And then it would be Tyrod Taylor, who's played really, really well as a backup quarterback. Then he would be the starter, of course, this Sunday against the Jets. And then Ryan Tannehill for the Tennessee Titans, no practice once again, expected to miss this week, dealing with a high ankle sprain, actually was in a cast in the bye week just to make sure he stayed off it. Not as bad as the last time, but still not good. My understanding is that Will Levis, the rookie second-round pick, is expected to be the primary quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, assuming Tannehill cannot go, which is my assumption that he ends up not being able to play this week.
1: That is too bad. We have been curious about this Will Levis decision and also how Malik Willis comes into play. We will see how things progress for the Titans and their quarterback situation, especially approaching the trade deadline as they've already made a move. Thanks, Rap Sheet. Still to come on Good Morning Football, can Cleveland extend their two-game win streak this weekend in Seattle? We're going to talk to their wide receiver, Elijah, more about this and see if he can name out any other random Cavaliers players.
2: I bet he can. Yes. I bet he can. Plus, Jets, Giants. It's pretty cool. It doesn't happen very much. We'll preview every single game this weekend right after this. Don't go anywhere. What's up, Saquon? Mm.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower...
1: It's time for a round of Mad Minute in honor of, uh, we just mentioned, the Kelly Green jerseys. So let's do Eagles-Commanders. Let's start off with that. Peter, get us going.
5: Yeah, we could talk Eagles a bunch, but I, I got to go Commanders on this one. This feels like it's a, it's a fork in the road game for mm. Washington, and they've got to pull this one out. You, know, you have that great win against Atlanta, and now you come in here and you're home against the Eagles. And it's two weeks removed now where you had the good feelings. and now you're like, "What happened to the Giants last week?" Jonathan Allen sounded off uh, in the locker room after the game. He saw all the expletives, and he was very good with yeah. J.P. Finlay telling him exactly how this team this team can't be going win-loss, 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 and you know there's a new owner in town. At some point, everyone's got to be accountable. And I'd look at Montez Sweat and
3: Chase Young. Yeah. Those guys, final years of their contract, trade deadline looming. Yeah, everybody's been talking about that, but you're talking about the Commanders. I'm going to look at the Eagles. We saw Jalen Hurts. He looked a little banged up. I want to see what he looks like going into this game. Is he healthy? Is he being able to run around? Is he doing his thing? And is he able to get the ball outside to A.J. Brown, who's been going off? We've been talking about the record that he's still on, 125-plus in five straight games. Can he continue that and continue? Continue to make history, but all
2: eyes from me on Jalen Hurts. I think we will make history. It's the first time we're going to see a quarterback, Sam Howell, get sacked in the locker room. As before, he comes out, he's going to be walking in for Jason's fit list, like he's got his <laughs> cool on. and Hassan Reddick just comes and destroys him. He has been sacked at least four times in every single game this year. By far the most sacked quarterback in the league. All those Eagles, Howie Roseman, defensive linemen are just coming for blood. Sam Howell, buckle up, buddy. We're rooting buckle for you. up. Might baby. be a long day.
1: In our Backyard, regardless of how you feel about whether or not your quarterback takes a vacation, Zach Wilson oh. suffered that fate on New York Sports Talk Radio this week. Uh, <laughs> the Jets are coming off a bye and they're playing the Giants. Jason, how do you prepare and your thoughts for this game?
3: People are really concerned with someone who oh, on anger. their bye week. You there go is home is on definitely. your bye week, that's not allowed anymore. Anyway, mm. uh, let's talk about the game. Watching tape. That's what he should be doing. In
1: the building.
3: iPads. You can watch tape anywhere. But let's talk about the Jets. They're coming off their bye week. Before they went on their bye week, Robert Salah talked about their defense, how they've been dominating quarterbacks. The Giants, is it Daniel Jones? Is it Tyrod Taylor? The way their defense is played, and you're talking about these quarterbacks, you go out there, you better dominate whoever the Giants put under center. That's what I'm going to be looking for, just just defense going against whatever quarterback that the Giants roll out there. This is a party.
2: The optics of it, the symbolism of it, is amazing. Yeah. You know, something that came out last week on the Manning Cast was that Rodgers is going to be on the field again, and Eli is going to be there, and they're like, let's have a catch before the game. Mm. So you're going to have Eli and Rodgers throwing the ball around. The the photographers and the camera people oh. at the network are going to be salivating about that one. Not not to do with Tyrod Taylor, Zach Wilson, but Eli and Rodgers. It's pretty cool optic. I want to see that. Yeah,
5: and the Jets are three and three, and their path is actually doable. You look at some of these games. They got mm. the Chargers, the Raiders. They've got winnable games coming up. I feel like it's a must win for the Jets even though they're technically on the road. And as for that Comment, i take my hat off to Sean Marash who said it. He said that Zach Wilson shouldn't have gone on the bus. It's hard doing daily radio for three hours. Oh, that's in New where York. you go with it? And I'm I gonna like say it. he took a shot, he took a swing. I like it's it. It's very easy just to come along here and say nothing. You know what? He's absolutely wrong, but I like the swing. Let's go. <laughs> he could
1: say things about other topics. He doesn't have to say nothing about it. He could just hey, leave it alone. That guy's
5: been working hard to get on the air. He's trying hard. Okay. Good for I him. Go. Okay,
1: I see. Kyle Jaguar <laughs> yes. Steelers, you've been on the Steelers' case about slow starts. It's
2: crazy. Uh, Is that where you go here? Yeah, lots of places to go. I'll go here, though. What is the date today? It's October 27th. Mm -hmm. I'm going to predict right now the Jaguars-Steelers will play in the playoffs. They'll play against each other. I think this is a classic AFC, probably wild card round playoff match. It'll be in Jacksonville, Pittsburgh in Jacksonville. Mm. I think that game will happen. So we'll replay this one whenever it happens. I'm excited to watch T.J. Watt versus Trevor Lawrence. It's like two superpowers, two people born to play football. My son is going to be T.J. Watt this weekend for Halloween. I'm all over. Wait till you guys see his costume. It's so awesome. I'll show it to you next week. I love
5: that. You know, they did play in the playoffs twice now, and both times the Jags won. I remember David Garrard went into Pittsburgh. That was crazy. A couple years ago, Bortles beat the Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell teams in a shootout. That's my brain working right now. It's Jeopardy, guys. Um, (laughs) Real short, Travis Etienne, I feel like, is a very underrated player in the league. They play in these odd hours. They haven't had a Sunday game in like four weeks.
3: He's putting up huge numbers. He might be a top five running back this year. I'm watching him see what he can do against a Pittsburgh D. Yeah, uh, rushing touchdowns two in each game the last three, and I'm looking at them, and George Pickens, every time they throw him the ball, he makes an incredible play. I'm looking at him to get this Steelers offense started and started early. So I think Kenny Pickett is going to go to him. They're going to target him. Matt Cannon is going to dial it up. I want to see the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're talking about these teams of being contenders in the AFC. I want to see this game be an absolute classic.
1: Can the Jaguars win out in October? That will happen on Sunday if they're able to get the job done. Peter, AFC East, Patriots with that wonky win over the Bills last weekend and the Dolphins with a wonky loss against the Eagles. Where do you go?
5: Yeah, uh, wonky loss or got punched in the face and had to <laughs> get bloodied and now everyone's kind of kind of quietly going off the bat. Is Tyreek Hill playing? We don't mm. know. Who's that running back? We don't know. The offensive line couldn't stop the Philly defensive line. All of a sudden, the team that we were you know, doing a parade over, the Dolphins, now they come in a little shaky, and the two big games they've had... They've lost both them to Buffalo and of course last week to Philly. This has to be a win at home. I don't care who's injured. You've got to beat a Patriots team that comes limping in as well.
3: Yeah, I'm looking at the Patriots side of it and obviously a legendary coach and Bill Belichick. Over 300 wins. His career has been highly decorated. All the Super Bowls and all of those things. And those 300 wins, you know who he's never beaten? That is Tua Tungavailoa. Mm. has never beaten Tua. Who would have known one of the hardest things for Bill to do in his career was to beat Tua? <laughs> this is Hall of Fame speech. I beat Tua.
2: Yeah, I finally did it. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey might play. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing here there's a report that he was going to play and then he's on Twitter saying I might play mm-hmm. full disclosure Crazy. I remember like last week I was talking to Raheem Mostert and Chris Brooks the Dolphins running backs and I said who do you think on their team is most likely win angry runs and they go Jalen Ramsey <laughs> if he gets his hands on one he's going to truck somebody he mm-hmm. looks so good and so determined I hope we see him this weekend that is a huge part of the Dolphins puzzle
1: all right, last game. Besides watching for Sean McVay putting eye drops in his eyes because he's a new dad, yeah. congratulations to the McVay family. Rams take on the Cowboys. Jason, what are you watching tonight?
3: I'm game? looking at the receivers and the DBs, the matchup. I want to see Puka, Nakua, and Cooper Cup. Puka and Coop Pupa, going Pupa. against Stephon Gilmore and Deron Bland. I want to see that matchup. I want to see how the Cowboys try to corral those two guys because they're Matthew Stafford's two favorite targets who he's throwing the rock to. That's who he's trying to get the ball down the field. And the Cowboys, they're hanging their hat on their defense. And I think Deron Bland has stepped up admirably. And Trevon Diggs, spot and Gilmore is a guy that's been doing it forever. So I want to see those guys try to stop those two. Dallas
2: has won 10 straight at home. It's, it's a imp- really impressive streak. I wanna to see Tony Pollard get going. I, I I love this guy. I feel like we haven't seen him in a couple weeks. He's got the most juice on the entire offense. CD, Tony Pollard. Give us a give us a cowboy showpiece game. It's yeah. time.
5: As the Rams fans were crying about the officiating, they did have a kicker who missed two field goals and an mm. extra point last week. He's no longer there. It's gone. gone. Ah. So enter Lucas Haversick. Tell us have the story. Long, I don't have a long resume. Haversick. Haversick, yes, he was a Browns guy. Now he's over here. And they're gonna get throw him in there as a kicker, and you better believe he's gonna have a big one. As for the baby <clears> situation. Go on. Sean's locked in. He's locked into <laughs> the Cowboys right now. So, we'll see. Jordan John McVeigh will be watching from afar, I assume, but uh, this is going to be his first game with Dad coaching. Don't drop an L here, Sean. Go yeah. and get that one for JJ because, you know, for years, decades, we're going to talk about, you know, you, you born on a Tuesday, I put the game plan together, and then we beat the Dallas Cowboys. It's going to be that happens.
3: little game ball in his room oh, where they painted and with the score right doing on the bottom. Ball as well. yes. uh,
1: do you want more NFL action this season? That was just Mad Minute part one. Yeah. You want to see Mad minute part two, amongst other things. You can see it on NFL Plus. Brings you live games on mobile, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network, game replays. That's a whole long list, and there's much more. It's all in one place. Sign up today at plus.nfl.com. Terms and conditions apply. We already know you have the NFL app, so get NFL Plus. It's baked in there. Coming up, the Browns are climbing in the AFC North rankings. Let's talk to Elijah Moore about that, their wide receiver. He joins us next to see how he likes their chances.
2: Browns
0: Seahawks this weekend. Yep. Good game.
3: Our next guest is on pace for a career high in targets, receptions, and receiving yards. He's in his third year as a veteran. Welcome to Good Morning Football Browns wide receiver Elijah Moore. What up, Elijah? Let's go, baby.
4: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank, Thank you for having me. Yeah.
3: Oh, no problem, man. We appreciate having you, man. You look good in the Cleveland Browns uniform. The production is up. You had a season high in receiving yards last week, and they're using you all over the field. Take a look at this right now. You have eight rushes already this season, the fourth most of any wide receiver. You're absolutely doing your thing, and they're lining you up all over the field. They're trying to get the ball in your hands. What's been the difference? How's it been in Cleveland compared to, I know you were in New York. What's been the biggest difference you've seen of being able to have a breakout year this year?
4: I feel like Coach is putting us in the best position to for us to be us. You know, um, I know every every single player speaks on that as far as, you know, how you want to be used. And I know since we were young, you know, everybody knows what they're best at and what they're working towards and what they want to do. And I feel like Coach sees it how we see it. So, you know, I can't ask for nothing better.
2: You know, what we really respect about you, man, you are a true pro. And I really mean that. You have had three different quarterbacks start this season PJ Walker is going to be out there on Sunday. He wasn't even in training camp with you guys. And yet, you go out there, you produce, you got to just make plays. How do you do that, though? How do you do week to week different guys, different players, different quarterbacks, and still produce? What's the secret?
4: I feel like you got to just focus on yourself. That's what everybody, you know, kind of sleeps on. You know, they, they get caught up into the media, get caught up into all the all the factors that don't really play into what you really you need to focus on in, anyway. As a receiver, my job is to get open. If I keep focusing on that, I'm going to just make my job easier for any single quarterback that's in the game. You know, before I was with the Jets, and I think my Colts game, which we just played last week, was I had like four different quarterbacks in one game. So yeah. oh, you got to be able to adapt. You got to be someone who adapts. I think that's the secret.
5: Mike White, maybe, yeah, Josh, yeah. J- Josh Johnson, maybe. Yeah. I could go through that. I remember yeah. that game. It was a Thursday sure. night game. Yeah. I remember it. I know it. I'm not looking for the answers on Watson's shoulder. We're not trying to do anything. Where you got, but, like, what is the conversation there week to week when you don't know if he's able to go? Or maybe you guys do know. And just curious from our standpoint. We're sitting here in New York in a studio, and obviously we're not in Cleveland. But as part of the team, you guys are still winning games, and you said it, I got to do what I got to do. But with the quarterback situation, it is constantly brought up. How do you handle that?
4: You just got to be adaptable. You know, for the receivers it is, it, it can get frustrating because, you know, we need to know who to speak to. Speak to. But at the end of the day, man, we just we just got to get open. That's something that I hear kind of Coop say every single day. He's like, listen, we can't focus on that. You know, we got we to gotta focus on getting open. We got to focus on our job. We got to do what we do to make wh- whoever's in their life easier. So that's what we do, man. You know, of course we check up on them. It's like a, obviously a, a him and the coach's type of decision. You know, I know he's treat treatment every single day, he's doing what he got to do. So, you know, we ain't doing nothing but just praying for him I'm hoping that he gets back quick, too. But while we get in there now, we got P.J., so we got to focus on him.
1: You, Elijah, being able to reference something that Coop or Amari Cooper said in locker room, Takes us to our next question. You guys are both from South Florida. You grew up watching Amari Cooper since you were little. You were studying his routes. You looked up to him so much. You both go play SEC football, but now you're NFL teammates. If you could go back and tell your younger self, hey, man, you're going to be in meeting rooms with Amari Cooper listening to his lessons, what would you say to young Elijah the fact that you guys are on the same team?
4: Man, just just to be patient because the things I feel like I get to witness, even with Coop being in whatever year, nine now is – nothing less than a blessing for me and the, and and the people around us you know not even as far as what we get to see him do but just what he gets to say to us about what he has seen his experiences you know not every not everybody has that examples and then just obviously him being from south from south florida i think it's super important for me because it's like man i've been hearing about this guy since i was young you know you get to see all the behind the scenes stories and you get to hear things that you never knew and he comes off as so called a quiet guy and he is to get to really see his personality and see the work he puts in only gives you even more of a positive aspect to see like, okay, this is why he's been doing what he's doing. And you know, this is what he does out side of football as well, so I already know that we're blessed.
5: In college, uh, you know, at Ole Miss, A.J. Brown came through those doors, D.K. Metcalf, you saw Dawson Knox You're in the SEC, and then you get to Cleveland, and uh, there's a guy named Miles Garrett. Yeah, let's go. Come on now. (laughs) This guy's a freak. Mm -hmm. I I, I gotta ask, when you saw this play, him jumping over from a standing broad jump on the line of scrimmage and blocking that field goal, what was your reaction on the sidelines? A, that he was able to do it, then B, what it meant for the game?
4: Yeah, so that was my Exact expression. Like I, I literally said to one of my uh, teammates that he always comes and he always makes the the biggest of plays in the exact moments that we need him. You know, it's, it's kind of like almost perfect timing. It feels like he's doing it on purpose. You know, he's definitely a freak athlete. I know if you guys got to see this guy at practice or see him in the building, he's definitely going to be look 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 like the player that you build on Madden. He can do anything. Having that specific time and then having him on, on my team is. I'm just grateful that he plays for us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know everybody in Cleveland is. He's so much fun to watch. I got a chance to see him. His rookie year so explosive, but such a hard worker. Hey, Elijah, appreciate you coming by this morning, man.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. It's a good oh, deal well, right there. Stay
3: healthy, man. Hey, this November
1: Sunday morning football debuts in Frankfurt, Germany, right here on NFL Network. First on November 5th, it's a hell of a matchup people have this one circle and it's happening in Frankfurt Dolphins Chiefs then on November 12th the Colts take on the Patriots also a good matchup well, I'm not trying to downplay that one because uh, I think that is when Anthony Richardson is eligible to come off of IR okay. for that game rise and shine and watch right here on NFL Network and if you're on the go which you probably are on a Sunday morning NFL Plus is your answer. We've stepped away from the table. We've taken our quarters, dug deep into our pockets, and here we are. We're going to play claw droppers.
2: Okay.
5: Uh,
1: player, coach, fan base, however you want to take it, Peter. You think they're just going to ball out or maybe they need to yeah. in week eight.
5: It's rare that a story comes along that sweeps me off my feet and is like, I've never seen that before. And Brock Purdy was that story last year. I'm like, Mr. Irrelevant to the NFC Championship game? How could you top that? How about a Division Two undrafted quarterback out of Shepard going on Sunday night football in Hollywood. There he is. With, Al, with Mike Tarico and Chris Collinsworth on the call. This isn't even accurate. I need that long hair of Tyson This is an old Bajan. pick. Tyson Bajan School, Shepherd, plays Bloomsburg this weekend. <laughs> there will be 4,500 people in the, in the crowd. This guy is going up against the Chargers on Sunday Night Football in front of clearly 30 million viewers oh, when yeah. he up all yeah. the digital thing. Here's a guy. This, I can't wait for the Collinsworth. <laughs> awesome. This guy, this story's amazing. I, I love it. And then legitimately played really well last week. You 21 did? to 26, yes. no turnovers. Executed. Feet. Executed well. I think the Bears can beat the Chargers. The Chargers are in right. a bad spot right now. I am rooting for Tyson Bajan's story, and I'm going to say it honestly. I hope we get to see him on Sunday night, and I
3: hope he has a great game. Damn right. right. Yeah. Tyson Bajan said he played well last week. He went against the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. Drop my claw down. Let's see who I have for this week. Who needs your week. help, Jason? I'm going with a head around? coach in the NFL right Ooh. now. That's my guy, Josh McDaniels. Huge smile on his face right now. Not a ton to smile at right now in Vegas the offense has struggled got blown out what you just said by Tyson Bayesian and the Bears last week they got to find a way he's on Sunday night football they're on Monday night football against Dan Campbell and the Lions who are coming off a rough week against the Ravens a lot of stuff being chatted about with Josh McDaniels and the Raiders right now Josh my guy got to go out there and get a victory office has to put up some points let's go let's get it going
2: I got my Microsoft Surface out here so I can read yeah. some stuff. Bring out my guy, because I'm just reading about Sean Marash from WFAN. We talked about the Jets quarterback. I thought Sean's st- taking t- to me to oh, like, No, Whoa. maybe so. Wow. In what's about to be the biggest stretch of his career, decided it was a good time to take his girlfriend to Utah to apple and pumpkin pick and go to haunted houses. It's a disgrace, he called it. Dis- Zach Wilson went home, and apparently oh. with his girlfriend or whatever, to home to Utah and maybe did some autumnal activities. And there's people in the New York media who thinks he should have been home, watching tape, and the Jets are terrible after buys, and why would you do this? Mm. Whether you agree with that or not, Zach, have a day. Everyone's gonna be focusing on Rodgers being there. I already talked to him. He's gonna have a catch with Eli. Yeah. Do you want to deal with that sort of stuff after you lose this game? If you do, if you play poorly, have a day. We're all written for you to be a hero. Go win a game for the New York Jets. Eek! We'll shut everybody up. Do ever you want to do with the apple, apple picking. picking. That's Go a apple huge picking.
1: progress in their relationship. He brought her home to do the autumnal activities. Could have done them here. Could have done them right in New York, and he well, took her home during home.
3: the bye week. Oh, yeah. Went the, to see how his parents. Oh, dare you, my goodness.
1: <laughs> Trevor Lawrence? Pumpkin how dare you? Patch. You guys, have you noticed? We're getting. You know, we had spicy Tua. Now we're getting kinda of like zesty Trevor Lawrence. Got? Okay, so last weekend he's calls tweeting, out the like yeah, he's like you don't come crawling and apologizing back apologizing wow. back to us when we keep winning, Trevor Lawrence. And then he said it with a smile and the hair and everything the media but People in Pittsburgh took issue with it. He goes, Oh, yeah, I know those little yellow towels that they that they ah. throw around. You don't call them little yellow towels. Mm. The headlines, it was like, and then the article from a, a, a publication in Pittsburgh was, Do you not know that people who insult the towels are cursed? Yeah. The word cursed was used in a, in a professional publication. I was in
3: Tennessee when Lindell White disrespected a towel. He, he wiped his cleats don't with do that. You I don't remember do that, that well. They love that towel. But they you know love what? it. He
1: could go 5 and <laughs> 0 in the month of October. So I kind of feel like he can. He doesn't have Zay Jones. He's got Christian yeah. Kirk. He's been playing great. Great, and I just want him to keep it going. And I like it. I like the commentary we're getting. Sure. Trevor Lawrence Zesty. commentary. Zesty Trevor we Four
2: good answers. Not bad. Thank you. A lot of guys yeah. going to make some plays this weekend. Yeah, uh, they absolutely do. your do. thing. We're picking for apples. T- bi week.
5: How you with apple your picking. autumnal
1: activities. I'm
5: still with that Sean Morash. I like it. Take a shot. Peter likes fall foliage. I so like I someone that. taking a shot. Let's go. It's Peter doing his bi week.
1: Peter no gets no bye. week.